Charlotte. <laughs> let's do it again let's do it again I, uh, let's do it let's do it one two three four i declare tomorrow war five six seven eight i will have a monster eat your face could have made that rhyme better ladies and gentlemen boys and girls everyone outside and in between welcome welcome back i love that i love the way you said that everyone outside and in between welcome back that was very very i'm in my uh my am radio voice yeah (laughs) see cool sam with the top five hits of the summer (laughs) uh yeah this is a movie discussion podcast art discussion podcast uh it's a thing uh thanks so much for tuning in my name is sam bannigan and i am andrew thomas sam how have you been this week uh this week um it's been good it's been a good week um yeah i've walking around new york city is is hard (laughs) just going back and forth different places yeah it's one great thing i don't buy i don't get a week pass anymore on a metro card because i don't really take the subway anymore i just all the comedy clubs i try to go to are in lower manhattan and now i want to try to find a job down here because i could just walk to it and that's 30 dollars more in my pocket did you not do the month thing i did do the month thing but Then the pandemic, and then I haven't bought the month pa- pass yeah, yeah, yeah. in like two years. Isn't that something? Yeah. I was going to say a few months ago, but nah, almost two years. Yeah, like a year and a half. I'm still annoyed that I lost the second half of March. <laughs> That's when quarantine started. La dee da. La dee da. Yeah, I don't feel bad for you that you're able to go and do things all the time. I right, don't. That's fair. That's fair. I just don't. That is very. That's a fair statement. What do you want me to say? It's not a fair statement. It's a fair statement. Well, Sam, how are you? I'm uh, pretty good. This week, oh man, it was so hot. It was mm, so hot. Yes, please tell us. Tell us about dying. your experience. It was so hot. It was hot, and I was sweaty, and I almost and I could have died. Um, could have, but I didn't. Um, Woo! So that was chill. I got my second vax on Friday. Giggity, giggity, yeah, giggity, giggity, yeah, giggity, giggity, ah, full vax, boys, full vax, boys, ah, so close. I'm two weeks. It's in your body now. Two weeks away. Yeah, holy shit! I felt like garbage yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, two weeks, and then I'm, I'm, fucking good to go. I'm fully good to go. Although Edmonton is doing really, really well right now, we have like that's good. I think a, I think a hundred t- cases total. Um, which is pretty sick. Two but, more weeks, uh, and then and then the still. that shield comes around you. Yeah, Ugh. it's happening. 
Uh, but yeah, my week was good. Pretty chill. Uh, but I did, unfortunately, also on Friday, <laughs> I watched a movie. Oh, I, I was I was hoping we could just chit chat some more. Oh, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> we, we have, have to, to just tear the bandaid off. Yeah, it's been. A I mean, while. what do you want chit chat about? I played. I beat Mass Effect three this week. How was the Mass Effect trilogy? <laughs> it's really good. I really like it. It's. I get why people love it as much as they do. I have mm-hmm. issues with it, but overall. It was like a really good trilogy. I was pretty, pretty pleased with it all. I, you know, there was some stuff that I wish was a little bit different or a little bit better mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, overall, it was very, very fun. It was weird. I, uh, my godfather, I guess, uh, uh, plays the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was weird. <laughs> Playing through 90 hours of my godfather talking to a bunch of aliens yeah I can only a lot imagine. of which are played by other people that i know in real life including and not limited to my aunt and my godmother my godfather's wife which is just there's so many people that is a very unique experience yeah it was wild you are the only person that, that i know of that would have that type of experience. Yeah, like I think, I mean, there's plenty of people in Edmonton who know all of these people, but I think my particular relationships with all of these people is like very weird. There was one scene in Mass Effect 3, you like go to a casino and you like have to blend in with a crowd and you go up Mm -hmm. to these two aliens. And so I'm playing my godfather and then one of the aliens is my godmother and then the other one is my aunt. And my godmother and my aunt were pitying my godfather for being a human. And they were like, oh, we feel so bad for you. Do you need a place to stay tonight? Like, oh, oh, what a, you know, the human problem. It's a, it's a big issue. <laughs> and I was like, condition. this is, I was like, this is a little treat for me. This is just for me. And I appreciate it deeply. Because <laughs> it's just a, a little morsel for Sam Bannigan. Ah. Uh. That's good. So Mass Effect yeah. Trilogy, you would give a big wreck to everyone? Oh, yeah. The the Legendary Edition, they just did this big remaster, which is what I played. It's very, very fun. Uh, very interesting. A lot of cool stuff going on. I would recommend it to you, Andrew, but I don't know. How, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where your gaming skills are at. I'm not. I'm, it's not. I'm still, I'm still on that Telltale level. <laughs> I'm just, I really want you to break out into other video games so I can be like, okay, now go play this. Here, here, here. You know what I think about on a daily basis? That poor gentleman, that poor digital man I shot in Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) We've definitely talked about this. Definitely, we've definitely talked about this on the podcast, but just in case, please retell this story. So, Sam and I. We were hanging out like buds, like pals. Yeah, yeah. And 
Sam was playing Red Dead Redemption. I was like, ooh, yeah, shoot that person. And Sam was like, yeah, shoot that person, yeah. Then we're on in the game, and this guy is just, like, talking to us. He wants to make a deal or something. He was a, he was a, a prisoner who had, like, escaped a, a chain gang. Yeah, So he was running around with, like, handcuffs, and his feet were, were cuffed together. And we uncuffed him. Jeez, oh, no. We uncuffed him. Andrew, and then he was like, Andrew was you, telling sir. me Thank you what so to much. do. Yes. Andrew was telling me what to do the whole time. I was like, look, Red Dead 2, there's like, you can do a lot of stuff. Uh, so I'm just going to like go around and you can just tell me if you want me to do anything in particular. And Andrew told me to uncuff him. Uh, and we did. It was very nice. And then I said, Sam, shoot him. <laughs> shoot him right in the back. And then Sam did, and he shot him, and he fell like a real man being shot. <laughs> and I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that image. <laughs> I thought he was just gonna fall over, goofy, like you know, like video games, right? That's how much I don't play video games. Yeah. I still think of like Tomb Raider, of like ugh, them flying up in the air and then falling yeah. down. But this guy, like stutter stepped realized what happened landed on his knees and then just fell on his side and it was just too much too much for me what was that game rated i hope it was m ah too much yeah of course yeah video games uh a wild time but i do want you to play regular more regular video games yeah so that i can just be like andrew play this video game it's good I would love to play The Last of Us. I, I, I don't want to watch it. I feel like a part of that story is playing it. But it you is, told yeah. me about part two, and I think that's the hottest thing to ever happen. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'm actually, I actually, I today I started, I'm, I was like, I kind of want to play The Last of Us again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started playing The Last of Us part two on grounded difficulty with permadeath so it's very difficult (laughs) okay (laughs) that means that means like there's no uh like hud elements so i can't see how much health i have i can't see how many bullets are left in my gun oh i can't there's like this listening mechanic uh in the game that Mm. i just can't do it seems I I might be able to. I'm still pretty early, and I can't remember when they give you that ability. But I might not be able to do it. Um, yeah, there's like no supplies anywhere, uh, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be rough. I only have permadeath on per chapter, so it's like the least amount of space mm-hmm. that you have to go back. But like, I died once already, and I had to go back like 15 minutes. Oh God! And I was like, oh God! Yeah. Oh, Lordy. See, so. like, I wish I had the personality to be like, oh, I love that. Let's keep going. I'd go, oh, well, that's it for me. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is an option to have permadeath on for the entire game where you can't die ever. Imagine. Imagine being so you're in the last you're like in the last section of the game and someone just like gets a shot off on you and you're like well (laughs) 
You see the opening that's, credits again? <laughs> that's 30 hours. Ah, <laughs> uh, I admire it so much. Yeah. So that's what you I'm know, doing. You know what I don't admire? The Tomorrow War? The Yesterday War. This movie get no oh. spec for me. It's the Yesterday okay. War. I'm going to say the Yesterday War at parties and people are going to be like, what? What? Yeah. Yo, you mean the Tomorrow War? And then yeah. I have to be the defiant little boy I am. Ugh. Was that one? Oh, God. I, no, I wish that was alcohol. <laughs> it was just a Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. I just... <laughs> I we, saw you I bought, we have these nice... These wine... These, like, stemless wine glasses are very, mm. very nice. I bought, mm. like, little shitty plastic ones for i went on a picnic date and i was like oh i should bring cups so that i can bring like one bottle of water and we can like split it of course so i bought like shitty plastic of them and i Mm. really like them we also have nice glass ones but i just of course what use this one for the time being I just thought you just downed some wine. I was like, wow, this movie really got to you, Sam. <laughs> it's it's a bad movie. Uh, Chris McKay's 2021's The Tomorrow War. Jeff Bezos's Tomorrow War. <laughs> Jeff Bezos's Tomorrow War. Ah. <sighs> Like, it's not good. Like It's not. It's really not. The first half of the movie, I was like, okay, this is a good premise. This is cool. So, and I loved how he went into the military base when he was getting drafted. Spoilers. When he's uh, getting drafted, it looked like Total Recall. Yeah, that was fun. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Then it just drops like a rock. And then I realized we weren't even <laughs> on ground level in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be I'll be real honest right off the top. This movie passed through me like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, add that to the Christopher Robin list. Oh, what did you say with that? I was just existing while yeah, this was Yeah, I existed. On. I existed in the same room as this movie played. <laughs> and this movie passed through me like a ghost. Yeah. Oh. It's bad. And not even fun. Yeah. I wasn't expecting anything from this movie, and it even let me down then. That's the thing. That's my problem. (laughs) I went in just being like, this is going to be bad, and then it was worse, and I was like, ugh. Usually when that happens to me, I end up liking the movie. It gets so much worse, I'm like, oh, okay, keep going. Keep going. Go for it, baby. (laughs) But this just got bad and really bad and like... What are we doing? What's happening? Yeah. Who are we? What's your name, Chris Pratt? You're just Chris Pratt. You're just Chris Pratt. And you aren't even doing a Chris Pratt thing. You're just yeah. a white man. He, they could have got Sam Worthington. 
You're you you're one of the char- charismatic one, Chris Pratt. Yeah. <sighs> well, I guess let's just let's talk about the director, which okay, really bums the, me out too. The director is Chris McKay, director of a lot of Robot Chicken, like three seasons of Robot Chicken. Dang, a lot of shorts, and also the Lego Batman movie. What a good slaps? Movie. A good movie. Also, the upcoming Nightwing movie. Well, guess I ain't watching the Nightwing movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you would uh, you like to have the honors <laughs> of bashing of bashing first? Here's the thing: he didn't write it. Okay, he that's d- it. Fair. Does look. It does look like he has some really bad tattoos, though. What the fuck is going on with his hand? Sorry, based on this picture of him on Letterbox, which is a really weird picture. He's in a black t-shirt and black jeans with like a brown, a brown and and gray scarf. Mm-hmm. And he has some ta- he has some tattoos. There's one that you can't see on his left arm, but on like. The outer part of his left forearm is the Captain America shield. Okay. Which is a weird spot for it to be. It's so yeah, it's really close. Spot. It's really close to his elbow, so I don't know what's going on there. On just his put right it on arm. Your elbow. <laughs> yeah, just put on just anywhere else. Uh it's just a weird spot for that to be. On his right arm, I can't really tell what some of his other ones are, but he has what looks like like the silhouette of like Alfred Hitchcock or something. Dang. I love it. Like also on the outside of his forearm, like right above his wrist. And then on his, on his hand, on his right hand, it looks like four black dots of varying sizes. You want to know what I love about this? Cause you know, naturally what's his name? Chris McKay. Naturally, Chris McKay is listening to this right now. Oh, probably. And he was like, oh, they're going to trash my movie. And we're like, no, nah, bro, we're going to trash you. We're going to trash your tats. <laughs> we're going to get you. It's just the human being. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to show it to you on over FaceTime. What is going on on his hand? Oh, I see that. Yeah. Okay. What is that? Is it like a paw print? Like what is going on? That it's is very a confusing. Of, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah, it's a very confusing hand tattoo. Uh, but anyway, this his direction is not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <It's, laughs> moving on. His direction is not good. Um, this movie doesn't know what it's trying to be. I think a lot of that is also the script. Mm-hmm. Um. But this movie really doesn't know what it's trying to be. And none of the actors are in the same movie. Uh, and it's really all over the place. Tonally. And it, it's it's weird. Um, and it was a failing on Chris McKay's part. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't pass. Like, a lot of it, this, this is on the script, right? A lot of it. A lot of it, but not all of it. But not all of it. Um, it's so weirdly made. It's it is so, so weirdly, pl- like paced and plotted. 
Yeah. It doesn't what? start. The movie doesn't start until you're like 45 minutes, an hour in. Yeah. And then it ends and you have like 40 minutes left. And you're like, what's happening? Because <laughs> this, uh, this movie is like two and a half hours long. What was that extra hour for? Yeah, there was a 90 minute movie in the middle of this movie with 30 to 40 minutes on either side. Weird. Weird. It's very strange. Um, yeah, no, it's shot ugly. It looks cheap. I will say one positive because I like to be positive. Okay. The way the aliens are, uh, the first alien is like introduced, the way it slowly zooms in. Yeah. That's, that was pretty sick. That was sick. Shout and, out, uh, your boy, uh, Larry Fong. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> you know it. You know yeah. it. This um, is what he did, I guess, instead of Justice League. He really wanted to work with J.K. Simmons. <laughs> he really <laughs> just wanted to work with J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, he killed it. It looks like the way it's shot looks nice. It's colored horribly. It's yeah. gray through most of it. It's gray that it's tan. That it's gray that it's white. Yeah. All the stuff in in Russia looked awesome. But everything in the back. What are you talking about? The green screen on that Russia stuff was actively bad. Yeah. When Chris Pratt started fighting the uh, the alien, I laughed out loud. It's so bad. I laughed out loud. Yeah. There were some pretty shots. Larry, I love you. (laughs) Um... It's so poorly made. Yeah. From the way the director, for the way the actors are directed, to the way the movie's edited. Yeah. Top to bottom, tip to toe. Just bad. Well, who wrote this? Because I feel like we can we can really go in. Now let's talk about uh, his stats too. <laughs> uh the the person who wrote this, his name is Zach. Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote a movie that came out in 2012 called Deadfall, starring Eric Bana, Olivia Wilde, Charlie Hunnam, Kate Mara, and Chris Christopherson, and Sissy Spacek. I didn't know this existed. It exists. It has a 2.7 on Letterboxd. Ooh, I do love all those actors. Also wrote 24 Hours to Live, a 2017 movie starring Ethan Hawke and Rutger Hauer. (laughs) Which has a 2.6 on Letterboxd. How does this happen? It really frustrates me. It really does. Like... There are so many people who have good scripts. I've read there them. Are I've read them. A million. There are a million good scripts on every desk in Hollywood. 
Because Chris Pratt was like, I need to look cool. I need to, you know, make sure the brand stays relevant. Is that it? Huh. Like, the dialogue's bad. The, the story's cool in the first 40 minutes. Then it falls completely apart. It, it does yeah. the most basic time travel thing you can possibly do. And, and it's nothing. And it doesn't even, like... The time travel stuff really bugged me, too. Because, like... They go into this future. And when, and when his future daughter... <laughs> Is like, oh yeah, my plan is to give you the thing so that you can go back and you can stop this war from ever happening. As soon as as soon as she says that, Chris Pratt should understand that like this timeline, so this version of his daughter is dead already. But then he almost kills the entire planet to maybe to maybe save her by jumping into that like giant pit of aliens at the at the like oil rig thing that they're on yeah and it's like by pure chance that his time travel jump happens at just that exact moment so that he doesn't die and the vial doesn't break with the only known way to kill all of these aliens <laughs> But my boy Larry Fong really did flex on him with that one shot. <laughs> yeah, but he also did that shot like five times. Again, he flexing on you. That's that's <laughs> all it is. But that like explosion in the background silhouetted Chris Pratt thing happened at least twice or three times in this movie. Yeah, it it is like two or three times. yeah it's just Um, really dumb it's just dumb and bad it's such it's so poorly written it's like not it's like do you want to be a dumb action sci-fi movie do that do you want to be a you know an allegory for climate change can also do that do you want to be you know a story very clearly promoting the military, but also being fiercely anti-government, which was a whole thing that happened in this movie that I thought was, like, so wild. I was like, what kind of right-wing bullshit is going on right now? No, no, no. There needs to be a team out there to solve the problems that people can't. But, like, the government's horrible and evil, huh? (laughs) Yeah. There needs to be, there needs to be military. But fuck politicians is a weird take it is a, is a weird right wing I, I it gave me a lot of like fascist vibes and i was this, like what's happening this movie reminded me of starship troopers in the worst way oh in yeah. the worst way <laughs> also like why did they cast so many comedic actors in a in a movie that's not funny like they're trying to be funny be funny yeah like they let sam richardson be funny but i think that's just because he's sam richardson he just is funny he's just a funny guy naturally but Um, like chris pratt betty gilpin uh uh fucking uh gail the snail uh there's so many people, the, that one guy, the other guy who just, like, died immediately. 
Oh, Mike yes. Mitchell. Uh, Mike Mitchell, who is also a very funny guy. Like, so many comedic actors are in this movie. And, and they are not allowed to be funny at all. Because at first I was like, oh, okay, climate change. And it has to be us regular folks. Us regular people who have to do it. I like that. Okay. If you it's just want to be... correct. There's about 10 corporations. We can, we can find a list of the 10 corporations who are destroying the planet on a daily basis. Oh, yes. I mean, this uh, the producer of this movie is one of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, but like, yes, you're correct. But like, just as a morale, like, yeah, you, you can do this. You can be Spider-Man. Um, and then it wasn't, it just, it kind of spit in my face with that. It also, it also died. It also did that with PTSD. Like his wife is a, a PTSD counselor. And then, like, it's such a big moment when he comes back from the war. Like, Sam Richardson is clearly in this, like, shell-shocked state as he's, like, lying on this cot. Uh, And Chris Pratt, like, can't, like, look at anything. And he's, like, kind of spacey and, like, clearly dealing with classic symptoms of PTSD. Yeah. And then the next scene, Sam Richardson shows up and he's like, I'm I'm a goofy marine biologist. I'm yeah. <laughs> let's look in this microscope. Yeah. And it's like what was that about? Fucking what, bro? I and his like big and his like cries. big moment of like overcoming PTSD is he's on a plane and he puts a empty clip into a gun. He's like, I'm not gonna run this time. And it's like this is not a good message. <laughs> For anybody this is just bad i would and then he uses like a fucking like chainsaw or some shit yeah. and cuts an alien in half which i wish there were more of those moments like i would have loved this movie to be dumb stupid what is it um kurt russell big big uh big trouble in little china like yeah. something wild i would have loved that if it was, if it was, if the whole movie had the same tone as Sam Richardson chopping an alien in half with a circular saw, and also Sam Richardson running down a staircase shooting at an alien saying, shit, 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 shit. Yes. If the whole movie was that, it probably would have been pretty good. It, pro- it probably would have been really fun. Yeah. And like, we would just, yeah, it would, it would, uh But it's not. It's this weird melodramatic nothing movie it's like total recall 2012's total recall yeah the movie that andrew didn't watch but watched later on youtube (laughs) uh and they even like let they give chris pratt like quips that never work never it's so weird. And they cast J.K. Simmons. It's so confusing. Like, he, like, is the quip master over at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And yet, he, every single one lands flat on its face. Yeah. It's very strange. 
This movie is a bit right wing, isn't it? <laughs> it's crazy right wing. I was like kind of blown away by it as as we were getting through. I was like, "Oh, you like guns a lot." It was uncomfortable. Not that I'm saying that that you know conservative people can't make art. I'm just saying. Of course, of course. It's oftentimes pretty bad. Problematic. Yeah. If it was, if the the worst thing I could say about right wing uh, uh, films is that they're just too patriotic, I'd be okay with that. I'd be fine with that. But it is, oh no, the lone white man is okay to kill. Or, no, 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 a group of people who just decided to be the judge, jury, and executioner are okay to kill. That's that's the message, and I can't get behind that. Yeah. Did you not just watch all of last year? (laughs) Yeah. I did. (laughs) I wish it was, there was a movie that was just like, yeah, no, love, love your country, and that's it. I wish, I wish, but it's not. It's all it's net, no. very problematic. Uh, I bet I, I know all the Texas listeners are like, uh, these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> these two guys. I don't like them. Yeah. Um, uh, want to do the cast? I don't know, man. <laughs> I talked. The, the, yeah, there's a you bunch said... of funny people that they don't let be funny, and then other people are in the movie. I like his. Well, they're adult. all in. Every single actor is in a different movie. Yes, very true. I like what's the the name of the older daughter in the future? Future daughter. Future daughter. Uh, Yvonne Strahovski. Yeah, I'm. I'm not good at saying her name either. We saw her in the Predator. Shane Black's 2018 The Predator. You want to know what I haven't thought about since 2018? Is it Shane Black's The Predator? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to know something funny? If you would have asked me right before you said that, what was Shane Black's last movie was, I would say The Nice Guys. That was in 2016. Ooh. What's the last movie? I hope he's on something now. Yeah. <laughs> it's The Predator. Uh, At least she's now. also in I Frankenstein with Aaron Eckhart, 2013's I Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she's the female lead. She's it also seems. in the the last two seasons of Dexter. The last two seasons of Dexter aren't that great, but she was good. Ah. She was also on Chuck. Yeah, I always wanted to watch Chuck, and I just never did. Actually, no, uh, that's a lie. I always wanted oh. to like Chuck, but I never did. I watched okay. Chuck a few times. <laughs> I, I liked the idea of Chuck, but then I watched it, and I was like, eh. You'd be like, I should like this, and then it, you just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you excited for Suicide Squad, or...?
Yeah, I'm excited for Suicide Squad. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of movies. This movie also just made me afraid. Let's let's get back afraid. into that right wing that right wing conversation. We're gonna okay. start seeing this in film. Like this is a this is a thing that will not go away. It's weird. Yeah. I was telling Sam before the podcast. I watched the uh, the uh, what you call it. Uh, I didn't watch them. I listened to our old podcast of Cherry and the other Tom Holland movie that came out last year. I don't the Devil the all the time. Yeah, and those two movies were very, very right wing in bad ways. Yeah, and the MCU actors are in <laughs> all of yeah. them, and those MCU movies. They're not not right wing. <laughs> They're not not right wing, despite all of the all of the fan the fan folk on on the internet screaming at the fact that Loki, a, an an actual like Norse god who turned into a horse to get fucked by a horse to give birth to a nine legged horse that he get then gave to his adopted father as a gift. Uh, is bisexual in the Loki TV show. Oh, were people freaking out about that? Oh my god. Oh, that felt so that what? That felt so natural when when she was like prince or princess or princesses or princes and he said a bit of both. That felt so natural. You remember yeah. Skyfall? When... Cuz the character cuz the character of Lo- like the historical not the historical, the mythological Mythical? Myth- yeah, mythical character yeah. of Loki, who has been like a part of mythology and religion for hundreds and hundreds of years. Quite literally centuries. Like, fully was, like, turned, has turned into many different animals to fuck many other animals and of all kinds. He turned into a female horse to get fucked by another horse to give birth to a third horse. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never I didn't read this Thor comic. <laughs> it's wild. So so Odin has a nine-legged horse, and it's like the fastest mm-hmm. horse ever called Slepnir, I think. The way Loki the way Odin gets Slepnir is that Loki turns into a horse, gets fucked by a horse, gets pregnant, gives birth to Slepnir, a nine-legged horse. That Loki then gives to his adopted father as a gift this is norse mythology what were they smoking that's why i want to know <laughs> they were vibing bro they were vibing to write that story yeah um, but it's a big deal that loki's bisexual remember in skyfall when javier bardem is rubbing daniel craig's chest Ooh. and he's Ooh. like Ooh. have you ever been with anyone like this before or you, he says something like, you've never been with anyone like this before. And he said, how would you know? James Bond says that. Yeah, That's yeah. so cool. I, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, why are people mad about that? Were it like. No, people weren't mad about it. They were like, like fangirl slash fanboying over it. Of being oh. like, oh my god, this is the great, this is a, this is the best thing that's ever happened in anything oh, ever. Oh, hey, progress. Um, sure, progress, but it's just, <laughs> it was just the amount of praise that that this bullshit. Oh, okay, now it's yeah, never mind. It's not from, that cool. <laughs> like the MCU 
specifically. Like, I get it. It's important. Have queer characters in your shit, obviously. But the level of worship that this bullshit gets drives me crazy. Because I saw that and I was like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Glad they said it. And then I was, and then I moved on. And kept it went on Twitter. And then, yeah, I went on Twitter and I, it wasn't so much on Twitter. My Twitter has been well cordoned off from that sort of stuff. Yeah. I went on Reddit and oh, go okay. on that like r slash marvel memes or whatever and it's it was a lot (laughs) you what i'm on spider-man twitter i guess and i'm on (laughs) spider-man twitter because i just want to wake up one day and see all three spider-men swinging together in a trailer that's all i want i know that can keep me going for another six months if i just wake up one day and go oh spider-man spider-men it's happening i get like the worst stuff trending I get, like, toy drops. I'm like, who cares? I don't care. I get, like, actor schedules. I get, like, oh, Tobey Maguire's gonna be in New York City and Andrew Garfield's gonna be in New York State and and, and Tom Holland's gonna be in New Jersey. They might all be going on a talk show soon. And I'm like, I don't care. I just want to see... I just want to see them this swing is, together, damn it. This is why you don't follow topics on Twitter. I just want to see so them start- swing... If you start following topics, you're you're going to have a bad time. Every single day I wake up and I'm like, oh, is today the day? <laughs> <sighs> but, like, it's scary. Going back to, to just the Marvel actors. It's just, I we're going to see more of this. And, and movies influence culture listen to other of our podcasts we talk about it a bunch but and like is it a problem or is that me being is that me being fascist (laughs) am i the fascist (laughs) 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 you put a corner up your butt you're the fascist (laughs) you played i just don't i don't know what I just don't know what these movies are do like the reason okay, I guess the reason I'm not scared is because this movie is bad and Okay, I yeah, that's and that's I, true. And I, I would be more cons- I was more concerned when like Green Book won Best Picture than I am with the Tomorrow War existing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even Cherry and the the devil, devil movie. Time. Yeah, the devil all the time. They're all bad. Yeah. <laughs> they just exist. They just exist. But Robert Pattinson is great in Devil All the Time. Remember his yeah. silly voice? <laughs> and his and his rapist behavior. <laughs> With yeah, he has silly a fun, voice. He has a fun silly voice in the movie. It is a fun silly voice. <laughs> it is. I know he's a shitty I know he's a shitty person, but I think that no, the no, fun it's silly just... voice is fun. Oh yeah, no, our Pats, he's the greatest. Yeah, who Can't who's better, Batman? Our Pats or, or or Daniel Kaluuya? I was looking at young actors and I was just ranking them in my head because that's what I do when I'm waiting to go on <laughs> to do stand up comedy, and uh, I was like, ooh. R. Pats and Daniel Kaluuya are right now, to me, both on the top. 
They're up there the for best? sure. Right now, I want to say Daniel Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. Kaluuya? Um, I don't know, man. Just get out's real good. He's like the best part of uh, Widows. Yeah. Tenet. Tenet. We Marvel get out to some great. stuff. Oh! <laughs> it um, gets me uh, look, every time. It's He's great. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Amazing. Good Time. I haven't seen Good Time. Mm. I um, want to watch it, but I, I, I really I really disliked Uncut Gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I wanted to say you would like it, but I don't know. It's it's a lot of the same. I don't yeah. want to say more of the same. Also, Jennifer Jason Lee's in it. Oh, no. She's in it for, like, five minutes, but she's in it. Uh, I'm, I'm still watching Lizzie's story on Apple mm-hmm. TV. I don't think I'm going to finish it. Because of Jennifer Jason Lee? Not just because of Jennifer Jason Lee. It's just gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, feels very Stephen. So it's like one of the first. It, it's Stephen King is like writing most of the episodes. Yeah. And it's rough. He'd be like that. They and ended the last sucks. episode. They ended the last episode with jennifer jason lee julianne moore and i can't remember who plays the other sister i don't know her from anything else mm-hmm. um, but these three sisters standing on like a bench by a cliff yelling joyously we're gonna kill him which was very weird mm-hmm. uh and yeah it just took a turn like uh, in the last two episodes into oh this is a bit too weird bad Stephen King world for me yeah you know how Stephen King gets no Stephen King sometimes he drops the shining off on you but then sometimes he drops uh 2018's The Dark Tower starring Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey yeah I kind of want to watch that movie just because. Yeah, you like those two actors. I like those two actors. Also, I've heard that the Dark Tower books get fucking wild. At some point, apparently, they go through other Stephen King books and they go to the Overlook Hotel, not looking for a character in the Overlook Hotel, but looking for Stephen King, the writer who put himself in his books where they're traveling to his other books to find him as a character and it's that sounds insane to me it does sound insane i've always wanted to to listen i know i can never read them all through yeah but at least listen through uh the to the dark tower i've heard they start off strong me too as with i feel most stephen king things mm-hmm. do they often start strong and kind of puts out towards the end uh, 
Imagine that being your legacy as a writer. Knowing, oh my god, you you start off with a boom and then just putts out. I mean, uh, who did we who did we talk about? Oh, uh, Damien Chazelle doesn't know how to start a movie and Aaron Sorkin doesn't know how to end a movie, so get Stephen King up in the mix. Put them together. Yeah, exactly. The unstoppable trio. The unstoppable. Now we just need another writer who's really good at ending stuff, but can't start things. Yeah. Because then you'll have two directors and two writers. Who can and then make two the directors. Yeah. Yeah. We'll They'll be able to make the day. perfect Star Wars Cantina Band movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, dang, dang, yeah. dang, dang! We really didn't talk about this movie, and we're almost an hour in. Good. For what us. are we? What I, are we to talk about? No, I'm not scolding us. What are we to talk about? <laughs> yeah. This was. We've done this for how many episodes? This was the this one. Is we, like one eighty. We've done a lot of movies we couldn't talk about, but we 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 squeeze things out. This was the one where we were like, do you got anything? I got nothing. You got nothing? You got something? I got nothing. I got nothing. God. Yeah, no, it's just. It passed through you like a ghost. I said it at the beginning. (laughs) I'll say it at the end. (laughs) I'll say it again. What do you want from me? It's bad. Yeah, it's really not good. There's. That one shot of the alien being revealed is the only good thing I can say. And of course, my boy Larry, you get a you get a pass. You always get a pass, my guy. Come come on into the cool side. The sure. rest of you get off. Leave. Bye. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. It's not even yeah. like I wish it was bad fun. Oh, even if it was like yeah. serenity bad, where it's still bad, but. <laughs> I can't remember the last, like, new movie that was bad fun. I can't do it. I cannot for the life of me. Think of a movie that I've watched and been like, oh, this is bad, but it's so much fun. Sort by... I mean, I watch Venom sometimes. <laughs> like, what was bad fun? New Mutants wasn't bad fun. Was it? Was it? Uh, you know, Alien 3 is just whatever. Maybe the first Godzilla movie, the first new Godzilla movie, that's kind of bad fun. Because it's not great, but it's a good time. <clears throat> Did you have fun? I with... watched uh, Hotel Artemis months ago at this point, but I did watch it. That was fun bad? It was kind of fun bad. Not in not in Serenity levels, but, you know. Uh, remember Serenity. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
I had a sorry, lighter you were gonna, here. You were going to ask me about something. Yeah, but then I got even more distracted. I was playing with a lighter because that's what I do. Slider is sure. also a laser pointer. Oh yeah. Huh. That's some neat. of them. Some of them will have like a like a, a UV light on the bottom, so I could see if any sperm's in my area. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm gonna blind plot pilots later. <laughs> uh, you you know what movie? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just sort of like going through shit that I've watched on my uh, letterboxed here. Uh, you know what movie I haven't thought about, but I, I, sometimes I try and think about? What? I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah! Yeah. Jesse sometimes I go, awesome. Sometimes I go, I really, I should watch that movie again. And then I remember the, the dance thing at the end and I go, never mind. <laughs> I remember the dance thing, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should watch that again. <laughs> remember Jesse Plummet singing his heart out at the end? Oh, that was good. Man, oh, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't watch a lot of bad, fun movies. I have a, like a whole a whole portfolio of good bad movies, but I know you just say Andrew, those are bad bad. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> like you write, like you write, bro. You write though. Um. Yeah. Wow. There was really nothing to talk about. This was just a there nothing wasn't. movie. It was nothing. We can't do this again. I was outside. I went outside to look at fireworks, and I was like, "I don't know if I can do these at movies anymore." I don't. I don't. I don't. Either be either be really bad, or be really or good, or at least try. I'll take. Yeah. I'll take it if you try. This movie didn't try. Yeah. Also, sorry if you heard fireworks. <laughs> yeah, sorry if you heard fireworks the whole time. Um, hopefully, we haven't hopefully had an episode like this in a minute. We haven't, we haven't had an episode like this in a while. I feel kind of bad. Why? Just because I don't know. People come here to listen to us talk about art, and we sure didn't this week. We sure did it. Well, we talked about Mass Effect. <laughs> you talked okay. about Mass Effect. I will recommend, there is a great video from Lessons from the Screenplay on YouTube about their pitch for why Mass Effect should be, like, the next Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really interesting. Uh, it's really cool. It's very, very good. Yeah, I've been missing Check out Lessons from the Screenplay. Lessons from the Screenplay is a really good channel. Yeah, no, very, very, very good uh, YouTube page. Um, did you watch that uh, cats that like crazy cats essay? Essentially, I did. I did. I liked wasn't it. it? Isn't it wild? Yeah. T.S. Eliot's a crazy fascist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fascist imagery in cats. It's crazy. It's still like the greatest film ever. Ever. Okay, uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. <laughs> 
And I'm Andrew Thomas. I'm sorry for this episode. Thanks yeah. so much for listening. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna support us financially, <laughs> I love it. You feel bad. I love it. You're like, ah, oh, not this week. Some weeks, remember Bo Burton. Remember Quentin Tarantino. Remember the sweat, blood, and tears we put into Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. We deserve that this week. <laughs> this week, I don't know. Um, if you want to join Lennox Studios in producing the podcast, you can do that over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash welcome back pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, for as little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month. Uh, we just did basically inside part two, uh, which was, a good, I thought it was a good time. Yeah, no, um, I had a lot of fun. I loved it. Hell yeah. Uh, do i say yeah if you want to join us over there that would be great uh if you want to support the show but you don't have any money because it's still a pandemic fucking we get it we also don't have any money um so if you want to uh support us follow us on the different podcast on the different podcatchers uh on all the social medias at welcome back pod like the track review the track review the podcast like the podcast all the different things follow us on all the different places really wonderful way to support uh this little this little doodad that we do yes indeed um also hey tell your friends travel in time and tell your friends time is nothing but a concept you can travel through time if i flew somewhere that was uh that was not in this time zone guess what baby i'm a time traveler yeah, you heard it here first, folks. All right. Um, but yeah, tell your friends, talk about nothing with us. Yeah. Please. Also, I found the last good, bad movie that I watched. Oh, what was it? On November 6th of 2020. Okay. I watched The Da Vinci Code. Oh, yes. What are we doing next week? We're not doing I don't know Black what we're Widow, doing next right? We'll do we're not doing Black code. Widow. I'm not, we'll do, I'm we'll not do paying the Vinci code. Do you want to do all of them? 